Welcome to Fiscal One-on-One. This Iowa Legislative Services Agency audio program consists of interviews conducted by the Fiscal Services Division staff. Each brief conversational interview features an expert answering questions concerning a fiscal topic of interest within an Iowa State agency. The following interview was conducted on October 24, 2012. Ron Robinson, Senior Fiscal Analyst with the Fiscal Services Division of the Legislative Services Agency, interviewed Ed Holland, Risk and Benefits Manager for the Department of Administrative Services, regarding the committee, how it was created, its purpose, and what benefits does it provide to the state of Iowa and Iowa taxpayers. Hello, I'm Ron Robinson, Senior Fiscal Analyst for the Iowa Legislative Services Agency. Today, I'm talking with Ed Holland, Risk and Benefits Manager, for the Department of Administrative Services about the Insurance Committee. How was the committee created? What is the purpose of the committee? What benefits does the committee provide to the state of Iowa and Iowa taxpayers? Ed, hello. Can you tell us how the Insurance Committee was created? Yeah, the Insurance Committee was instituted by the Executive Council in the early 1990s. What is the purpose of the Insurance Committee? Their purpose is really to advise the Department of Administrative Services and make recommendations pertaining to group insurance renewal changes prior to DAS presenting before the Executive Council for final approval. Is that a final approval or just a final consideration? Could they reject what you have offered? They could. The Executive Council can either accept or reject the recommendation that we make. How does this impact state employees covered by collective bargaining agreements and those that are not? Well, in most cases, the collective bargaining agreements are in place. So really, the Executive Council is approving things that are underlying those contracts. For instance, they're approving renewal rates that we would receive from the insurance companies, but they're not per se approving contribution rates that have been set in the collective bargaining agreement. Where they are approving contribution rates are non-contract. And so it's pretty much automatic then how it would be applied to contract and non-contract covered. That is true. What is the membership of the committee and how is it selected and does the committee receive compensation? The committee basically are representatives that are identified from executive council members. So the executive council is made up of the governor, secretary of state, treasurer, auditor, and secretary of agriculture. They, in turn, designate a representative to sit on the insurance committee. So those folks do not receive any additional compensation other than the compensation they receive for their jobs in their departments. The committee is made up of five people then? Five voting members, yes. Mm -hmm. And then there are some non-voting members as well. And what is the role of the non-voting members? I think just to participate and add any additional information that may come up. For instance, there are usually someone from LSA there. I think there is a DOM representative. There is usually someone from state accounting as well as someone from the regions. So if a question comes up that I or the representatives of the insurance committee are not able to answer or have a question about, sometimes those folks can add some additional information, but they are non-voting members. And how often does the committee meet? We usually meet quarterly. The insurance committee, if there's something that they would like to discuss, can call for an additional meeting, but usually we meet quarterly. And are these meetings open to the public? They are. So anyone interested can stop by the meetings and the meetings are noticed and... Very true, yes. And what topics are discussed and what topics does the committee make recommendations on? 
The insurance committee discusses topics related to the state group insurance program. This could also include ancillary topics to the insurance program, such as wellness, disease management, and other group insurance products and potential studies. The committee makes recommendations on plan design, contribution, vendors, and overall administration of the program, knowing that some recommendations may be impacted by other requirements and determining factors like state and federal law, state collective bargaining agreements, vendor contracts, and purchasing rules. And so like medical management program that would be presented to the committee for their recommendation. It would depend on, for example, in previous situations that has been mandated by code, so there really wasn't much to discuss with the insurance committee and the executive council. If for some reason in the future we wanted to introduce that to the programs, the insurance plan, we could do that, but we don't have to do that. But you may present to them about those sure. issues. You may present to them about audits mm-hmm. to make sure that people truly should be covered under the state plans and the results of those audits. Correct. Yeah, we can bring other topics that impact the group insurance plans to the insurance committee. And sometimes the insurance committee asks about those things. For instance, your example of the medication therapy management program. I do know that once we put that into place, there was interest from the insurance committee as well as the executive council, as well as other individuals and stakeholders in state government that had questions about that. And because of that, we would discuss that product or program with the insurance committee. And we did, in fact, a number of times talk about the medication therapy management and audits. And would you also present to the committee for their recommendation to the executive council on how many different providers of insurance you would have, such as right now we just have Wellmark as the Mm -hmm. provider for health insurance. Yeah, the way that would normally work is that if we take that out for a bit based on the rules and regulations we have to comply with for purchasing, at least with a contract of that size, we would do the scoring of that contract as would the committee that would be involved with the scoring of the RFP. And then we would bring that to the insurance committee to basically identify who we think should be selected and the recommendation for which way to go. They would then say, as the gatekeeper, say yes, this is something that should go to the executive council. But in most cases, the way in which the approval is going to be made is by approval of the rates. So you're going to select the vendors, but that's going to be kind of dependent on the recommendation and the premiums that we bring to the executive council because ultimately that's what they're deciding on is the premiums that we're bringing before them. And how do you view this committee as providing a benefit to the state and Iowa taxpayers? Well, I think like any committee, there should be a purpose and that purpose should be beneficial. I think in the case of the insurance committee, I think it's beneficial in that it serves as kind of a gatekeeper and an oversight mechanism for the Department of Administrative Services. It also provides, again, some backstop before we go to the Executive Council. So the Executive Council is not surprised or has multiple questions about a recommendation we're making without being given that information prior to us coming to the Executive Council. So I think it benefits us, DAS, in the sense that it provides kind of another set of eyes and it provides the executive council with kind of support and information to them so that we're not kind of spinning our wheels trying to get people on board with a recommendation 
because it's the first time they've seen it. So they can address things before they become issues. Correct. And they can have the recommendation in place and presented to the executive council. Yeah, the expectation is that if we get approval from the insurance committee to go to the executive council, that the insurance committee representatives are talking to their executive council members and saying, this is what we talked about in the insurance committee. This is what DAS is going to bring to the executive council. So there are no surprises. Well, Ed, thank you for talking with us today about the insurance committee. This is Ron Robinson. Thank you for listening.